Resurrection of the Gaming Podcast, where we talk about this week in gaming news. I'm your host, Joseph Brichette, and with me, as always, I have Lionel. Um, no. All right, and Mike. Yes. <laughs> Should have heard oh, these two. That's, that's been two the theme of tonight. Yeah, they were going back and forth. Ah. Uh, so usually in the beginning we talk about the lovely games we've all been playing, but we're gonna mix it up. We got so much fascinating news to talk about. That's gonna go first, and we'll finish it off with games. So, finish it off, yeah. Oh dear. Oliver just big butt. Oh jeez, that's the other theme for tonight. <laughs> that was big butt. Quite the theme. Lots to do there. Uh, all right. So first story. By, uh, from Metal Gear Informer. Former Kojima Productions dev... Uh, what's his name? Glixel? Well, that's his, I guess that's not his real name. His name is Jordan Amaro? Um, I think that's probably where he had the interview. Ah, uh, yes. It's that's on Glixel.com. Yeah. Uh, I did link there. It's not a human name. <laughs> well, it could have been. It, a, it, it can be. You just gotta yeah. have a kid. I would oh, never name my child Glixel. I, that's just mean. Why not? It's new and interesting. No, it's not. Do we no, really it, need another John? Do we really need a Glixel? Why I don't not? think. I uh, anyway. You don't know anyway. that might be the next president. But, yeah, I, I, I guess. What would I be his wouldn't last? vote for him. Yeah. You're a namist. <laughs> oh yeah. my. Uh, <laughs> you your hatred. <laughs> Shut up, you fucking SJW cuck. What a world we live in. Oh man. Um, but anyway, so he's uh he was a game designer at Kojima Productions back, I guess, when Metal Gear Solid Five was being made, and he was basically just saying that the Japanese game developers aren't adopting Western design. So I guess during some of the meetings, he was saying that the just Western games were never even brought up in the conversation at all. Uh, not not once, he said, during the creation of Ground Zeroes. So they're pretty much just still doing their own thing over there, which I think can be a problem because they're in a little bubble. Um, I, they, he, he can say Western games never came up, but unless they're also not playing anything in the West, then I kind of doubt that there's no influence there. Yeah, I mean, it kind of, um, you see things in Japanese games a lot of times that don't make sense, where it's just like, this um, UI is fucking garbage, or like this design choice is completely backwards and old-fashioned. But, yeah, um, to say that they're not taking any influence from the West, I think we've seen over the last few years um they do they do it slowly um, mm. but but they do do it i mean just look at the, how the resident evil series has has changed you know mm. um you know eventually they let you uh they put the camera behind your character and then they let you strafe in the next game and then they let you uh take cover mm-hmm. <laughs> um and you know the the newest one well actually that one was wasn't that made by a Western team or something? 
Uh, outsourced. I can't remember. I want to say, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we see a lot of that too. Um, a lot of outsourcing to Western developers. Um, yeah. That started with like Ninja Theory doing DMC and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, I think the point he's trying to make is they're basically just stubborn and they do things a certain way over there. Um, mm. But I think. It's funny that he says that that was the only game that was mentioned. But if you look at like MGS 4 and 5, um, especially 4, 4 was like... 4 is interesting because you kind of have like, okay, we're going to give you like a 3D camera that you can control, um, and we're going to give you over-the-shoulder aiming um, and shooting with the trigger buttons, just like a Western shooter. So it had that aspect, but they also had, like, it, it was crazy, all of the button combinations and different things you could do. You could, like, um, hug a wall, shoot around a corner, uh, you know, crouch down, turn on your back, lay flat on your back, pretend to be dead, uh, inch forward when you're crawling, crawl fast, you know, uh, lie down on the ground, turn over, and then throw a grenade that way, like it's kind of a bit much like it's kind of like the Japanese addition to like the Western standard is like a bunch of really strange additions uh, of, of stuff that you, you kind of the West is just like, like why would you put that in your game? But it's there. Yeah. Um, it's And for how simple, they made the shooting in that game. The, a lot of people really did wrestle with those controls. Um, you know, it was, I remember, like, even when I go back and play it, I have to remember, like, okay, how do I, like, roll from side to side? Like, there's all these weird button combinations that do different things in MGS4. Um, but then you look at the evolution of it into, like, MGS5, and those are extremely streamlined. Um, and it feels pretty, you know, and it's an open world game. Like, obviously, people... And it's funny that he says that about Far Cry, because Kojima openly talked about Grand Theft Auto and, and a lot of other games while he was giving interviews during the making of that game. Mm-hmm. It could be just that the <laughs> maybe the meetings in particular that he was in did not necessarily have that big of a discussion but it could have been that maybe at a a higher level of discussion uh they were having those those talks of like saying hey in grand theft auto they did this or let's use borrow this or whatever but i mean you know i don't know if he was a he says he was a designer there but doesn't say if he was a senior designer or one of the leads or whatever he could have just been one of the you know just one of the many lower level designers who knows? Yeah, I, I can't remember. I remember hearing his name a lot um, during development. And when I used to listen to their podcast, I think maybe he was on there or something, but I never really paid attention. Mm. So, but it sounds like, I mean, we're also seeing too, uh, like Capcom with Dead Rising, I believe they had outsourced it to a Canadian company, the the mm-hmm. second or third one. I can't remember which one. Um, and then Square Enix also purchased 
dynamic uh, crystal dynamics. Yeah. Thing too. So, I mean, they're they're paying attention to it. I think they are. I think just in his particular case, maybe it wasn't as much as he would have liked. Yeah, and it's really weird that it's coming from that guy, like someone who worked on MGS5, like under Kojima, who is very, you know, notorious for being open to Western ideas. Yeah, yeah. It just could have just been the circles of developers he was in within the company. Because I cannot imagine there were maybe just like a small team of developers there, maybe ten or fifteen people. It could have been like a large team of maybe fifty or more people, and maybe just a part of the game he was working on didn't have enough of it. Who knows? Uh, okay, so next article here is by Game Informer. YouTubers involved in CSGO gambling scandal avoid fines. They got away with it. Yeah, well, no. I want to say we talked about this on a previous episode. Did we? Might we have? It I seems think. like it was September 9th. We did? No, we talked about it when it was ongoing. Now it's resolved. Yeah. We haven't talked about that. <laughs> okay, so yeah. it's been a while. Jesus. About a year. So these, these dumb motherfuckers got lucky. <laughs> It was the first offense. So they got away. Like, I could, yeah, they don't have to pay. I, th- I think they said the next time it happens, the violation would be $40,000 that they or would have more. to pay. Or more, yeah. So you got lucky, guys. Hello? This time. I, uh... All right. Uh, yeah. All right, um, specifically for those who uh, were wondering... They uh, were advertising. They were they were I guess they're like YouTube personalities, and they were advertising this uh, website you could use to gamble on uh, Counter Strike games called uh, what was the name of the website? Lotto CS. Yeah, CSGO Lotto. Yeah, yeah. What they didn't tell you is that they owned it. <laughs> But, you know, they were advertising it like, oh, yeah, we're big fans. Oh, check it out. Just won something on here. Yeah. And apparently they not only, um, you know, we're not only doing this themselves, but we're paying other YouTube personalities to advertise it as well. Yeah, they should. Even utilize loopholes so, you know, miners could use this. Yeah, they should have said that. But oh, they should have said a lot. <laughs> Uh, but they managed to get away with it for right now. They can't be stupid enough to do it again, though. That that just wouldn't be bright. Uh, okay, so next story here. Uh, good old Reggie. We all love Reggie. What is he, the president of Nintendo America? Yes, so... He's the at, president of big, fat luchadors. <laughs> so at the, I guess, Varieties Entertainment and Technology Summit that, was, uh, that happened... I believe last week or this week. No, it was last week. Uh, they, he was being interviewed and just being asked a whole bunch of questions about Nintendo and the Switch and how he thought about VR and, you know, was Nintendo planning on doing anything with VR? And he just straight up said that, well, first of all, no, they don't have any plans for doing VR. Sandwich with my own money. Like they don't have any plans for VR, but also that. The issue that he has with VR is that it's just not fun. There's not enough experiences there, and the experiences that are there are not fun at all. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's. Uh, I don't know. Pretty- this sounds like shade being thrown, if you ask me. 
Really? You you think so? I mean, considering a little. I mean, they also mentioned that uh, they tried something with VR in the '90s, so maybe they're still just a little shook. A little butthurt still on that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, it did. <laughs> it was a colossal failure. Yeah, I mean, you know, the Virtual Boy. I mean. You know, Gunpei, we loved him, but like he was maybe maybe his ambition got ahead of him with that one. Well, he was ahead of his time. That was he, the that was the problem. He, yeah, he was too far ahead of his time. I guess is the ultimate issue. Yeah, way, way, way too far ahead. So you know, the fucking I mean, father of handheld games. Show you, you know, I, show respect, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, if they wanted to, they could release. A uh, peripheral of some sort that would maybe uh, I don't know attached to the switch, and then you could wear that on your head some way. Mm-hmm. I mean that, that could could be something. I mean it's it's not the end of the world if they don't want to mess with VR. They uh, it's it's not like um, you know Sony or Microsoft where they're kind of like going point for point with one another. Uh, Nintendo's gotten by on doing their own thing whatever that happens to be. So I guess this is ultimately just more of the same. Well, he also did say that, I mean, it's not like they're saying they're never, ever going to not do VR. They're not even thinking about it. He did, you know, say internally they are thinking about it, but I just feel like right now is not a good time to do that. Not a good time to kind of like put all their effort into it. Cause it's just, it's not, what do you say? It's like technology is not, good enough yet or something or just the experiences are not where they want it to be so i mean which makes sense i mean the switch is doing fine they don't need to suddenly yeah switch over switch over jesus christ yeah. they don't need to you know go over and <laughs> he's just talking shit they, I, you really think that they're going to do vr in the next year or two or something like close or? what do i sell no, I didn't say that. I just think Reggie's just talking shit. <laughs> yeah, throwing shade. It's like, yeah, we, we just, ain't got to mess with this VR stuff. We got our like, own stuff. Well, it's because they're not doing it right now is what he's trying to say. He wants people to buy Switches. Well, yeah. Oh, you mean talk... Okay, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Of course. He can say whatever he wants. He's Nintendo. They're doing well. They're just, just printing money. So the Nintendo's doing it's quite like well. It's like when... Uh, you remember those commercials where... Uh, from Sega. Sega do when, what uh, Nintendo don't. No, it was when the Saturn was out, and uh, it was the commercial. Of, it was right when they did this commercial when the N64 came out, and it was uh, a guy sh- shop put shop putting a uh, um a Nintendo 64. Yeah. <laughs> and there, there was a, a voiceover. Um, that was like just like face of Nintendo. You weren't worth waiting for. So that's kind of what right. I feel like he's saying right now. Good old Reggie. Say whatever he wants at this point. He has that kind of power. Uh, oh, and then, okay, so in the next article, we even got some more lovely words from that rather large man. Is He's saying that they promised that there's going to be enough uh, Super Nintendo Classics coming out. Yeah, and, and urging people well, not to pay more than 80 bucks. Yes, don't. Because when the the Nintendo Classic came out, people were just charging out the butt for that thing on uh, eBay and all those other websites <laughs> and Amazon and stuff. But he's saying, like, guys, please, you don't have to do that. We will have enough, we promise. 
So it's just, I hope so. They damn well better. So yeah, did they, they never put out more NES classics? The, actually, there was a they didn't they just did an announcement saying that they're going to be coming out with more in the fall. So I think around November or something they're going to bring it back out again. So they're going to be selling more of those, and I think they said they're going to keep co- <laughs> excuse me keep production going. Uh, that's classic for at least a couple more months past the fall as well. So mm-hmm. They're making sure they're going to have some in stock. Uh-huh. Now, we if only it. Sega would jump on this and make me a classic Genesis. Well, there was and that a classic third- Master System. That third-party thing is butt. Yeah, that thing's gotten horrific. <laughs> that thing is fresh ass. Thing is hot ass garbage melting into the floor. How much could you buy a real one off of the internet for? Uh, what a Genesis or SNES? Genesis. Probably pretty cheap. Either one. They're both really cheap. You can get them really cheap. You can get them from like a a um uh shoot I forgot what that store is called but, uh, but anyway but yeah you can get them pretty cheap off of Amazon or something maybe for like. Hundred or something dollars? I don't. I don't really think they're that expensive. It's just you know, you got to buy the games too. I'm not sure where you find those. Another article that you crossed out is I guess Walmart is canceling SNES pre-orders. Yeah, so they made a lot of mistakes and uh, they kind of. Well, okay, they made. The first mistake they made they made was they set up pre-orders way before. They were actually even the Nintendo had even announced that there were going to be pre-orders or anything, so they had to take back all of those, and people were pissed. <laughs> so they did it again, and now they're rolling these back out again because they just they weren't prepared, and they, they just keep fucking up. It's pretty bad. That's funny. A lot of people are very angry, very very angry. So it's twice Walmart losing customers. It's twice. Uh. Okay, so, ah, yes, good old Laura Croft, she's coming back in the reboot of the movie, the movie, excuse me, the game, or the movie, uh, they're taking the look from the new game, uh, Mike. The rebooted game. Rebooted game, well, yes, yeah, the rebooted movie for from the rebooted game, yes. What do you think of those images? Lovely. Um, it just looks like bad cosplay to me. No, uh, they didn't really. They showed very similar images, like I think last year even. Mm. Um, and it just doesn't look good. Like I think it's on-set photography, so the lighting, the lighting looks really bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, weird. They got Walton Goggins as the uh, the bad guy, so that's cool. Uh, I really like him. He was in the Hateful Eight. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, Alicia Vikander was really cool in Ex Machina. Was um, yes. This is one of those things where I just kind of like. If it's, I'm just like, not excited. Like on paper, it sounds exciting, but from what they're showing me. What they're showing me looks like cosplay of the game, um, and it's like so exact, and like, <laughs> the pictures are so bad. 
um, that it makes me think, like, why wouldn't I just go play the game? Um, actually, it makes me worry that they're just going to stick, like, extremely close to that rebooted game and not do anything, like, very original. Um, like, that's really weird to me that they would stay so close to it. Um, uh, at least that's my worry. I don't, we don't really... Like, as far as we know about the plot, it sounds extremely similar to the story of the rebooted game. Yeah. Um, it's just a case of, like, why would you do this now? It's almost like like rebooting Spider-Man so soon after um, the Amazing Spider-Man movies. It's like, we just got this game, and now you're going to make that game into a movie? <laughs> like, and you're going to do the exact same plot? I don't know. I just—it seems kind of pointless, and I don't really know um, who the director is. And I don't know, but like on paper, like Lara Croft origin story sounds like a cool movie. But really, it was a cool game, and I already saw that, already played that. So I wonder how far they're going to go with it. I mean, if they stick really close with it, that means they're going to just make her go through some really brutal things and to see her get just battered and beaten around pretty badly. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I want to see that. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm more worried about like the supernatural weird shit. It gets, is that going to translate? The ending of that game was kind of (laughs) weird. Yeah, didn't, I, didn't the old Tomb Raider go into weird supernatural stuff? Too? Well, it does, but the see, and that's the other thing is that the Tomb Raider reboot felt very much like, for as much as Uncharted probably owed to Tomb Raider, that game owed a lot to Uncharted. Mm. And it kind of had a similar problem to the first Uncharted, where. You have like seventy-five percent, um, like really gritty, grounded. Obviously, Uncharted wasn't like that, but grounded, like character-driven story, and then it kind of explodes into like at the end of uh, the first Uncharted, like it's this adventure where you're fighting mostly men, and then all of a sudden you're fighting like skeletons, and then all this weird shit happens, and then um, they built it up a little better and. The Tomb Raider movie, but uh, aren't they all pulling from Indiana Jones though? Uh, sorta. I mean, everyone's always gonna say that because Indiana Jones was the, you know, Indiana Jones kind of refreshed that idea, even though Indiana Jones was pulling from shit in the forties. Yeah. So, um, I, and that's the other thing is. Like, out of all of those properties that we just mentioned, Tomb Raider takes itself the most seriously. Um, and that's just in the reboot. The original games were a little more lighthearted. But mm-hmm. that game was fucking dark, the reboot. Um, and I enjoyed it, but I don't know, I'm just curious how they're going to balance the tone, uh, really. And, and it, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm worried about this one. Lionel, what did you gonna, think of the book? 
Hopefully we'll get a cool um, trailer. I haven't gotten around to playing yeah. the new Tomb Raider yet. I was always kind of meh on that series anyway. So, um, we'll see. Uh, but did you think, like, kind of, you know, like Mike was saying, that the, in the movie, it kind of looks like she's just wearing cosplay or that kind of thing? Well, I've, I've always said that, like, that's sort of the um, indicator of whether or not the movie will be good as far as, like, adaptions go, is do they look like characters or do they look like people cosplaying these characters? Right. And if they look like cosplayers in the movie, probably bites. Assassin's Creed yeah. kind of had that. Well, that, that movie didn't do very well, at least I don't think. See, I was watching some stuff about, like, the Dark Knight, and, like, there is... That's the problem. I keep mentioning the lighting here, but... Um, they had mentioned that you know the redesign of the suit for the Dark Knight um, worked really good in in scenes where he needed to be lit, and how that wasn't the case in Batman Begins, where they really tried to hide that costume mm-hmm. in darkness and shadow to give it the gravitas that it needed. But um, but the the redesign in the Dark Knight made it work. So I I, I want to see a trailer and I want to see. Um, you know, actual because I don't know. These look like they're they're just posed, like for for like the onset photographer. Like they don't look like they're pulled from any specific scenes or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I just want to see a trailer before I. Yeah, it could look better in motion. I've seen that. Yeah, a lot, especially with uh, superhero films where you're looking at the costume still and it's like, oh, what even is that? And then in action, it's not too bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's got Alicia Vikander and Walton Goggins, so those are two really good actors. So hopefully it turns out. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. So far, these video game movies haven't been doing, so at least the recent ones anyway, haven't been going so well. Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat are fun. Fight the internet. No, those those are actually fun. And Super Mario, too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was just... Those were just delightful. And Double Dragons. I mean, come on. Good stuff. Do you want to move the PewDiePie stuff to the end, since it's kind of one big topic? Yeah, that's like the biggest... All the news this week. Uh, All right. So, we got some Suda51... I really just want to meet Suda51. I just want to talk to the guy. Just, I just keep feeling like it'd be really fun to talk with that man. I could be completely yeah. wrong with the impression I just keep getting from I'm, these articles. I'm, I'm with that. Yeah. So, uh, by Kotaku, Suda51 thinks the Nintendo Switch is punk. He likes it, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, um, well, I think like one of the taglines for his company is "Punk's not dead." Ah, so it's. He's got that. Mm-hmm. So he was completely down for doing, you know, making Travis. Excuse, it's making the um, No More Heroes game <clears throat> on the Switch. Um, he seems to really like the console mm-hmm. a lot, and this is becoming a a lot of other developers are starting to like the console a lot as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's 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 got it's like a lot cool. of the uh, best traits of a console and a handheld. It does something a little different, so yeah. 
I can see. You know, Nintendo, they, they, they miss pretty hard, but they hit pretty hard, too. Yeah, he was even saying when um, in the earlier earlier days of the of the Switch, or when it was called the NX and all that stuff, um, Nintendo rep lifted it out of the box, and soon as interest grew, and the words he's, he was quoted for was saying was "Oh, I thought he reacted to it." Very Japanese. Oh, yes. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah. So, ooh. It really, he's loving it, he's loving it a lot, which is great because it means he's gonna, he's gonna make some really exciting stuff for it. Hopefully, after um, No More Heroes, mm-hmm. I bet. Hopefully, I, bet so. I want more stuff coming out of uh, Grasshopper yeah. Studios. I just love their really distinct take. They're out there stories, their visual, everything. Yes, yes, yes. So. Oh, yeah. I feel like uh, a lot of developers aren't really taking into consideration that it's also a handheld sort of. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like everyone's treating it like a console. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I know with the Switch, I have been using it like 90% of the time as a handheld. Um, and, uh, as it's just a console and for all the TV no, it's it's great, and the the thing I love about it too is that yeah, the quality dips a little bit when it goes and we play it, we use it as a handheld. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like it's like a dramatic change. What right? do you mean? How so? The the quality from on the TV. Yeah, it's uh, like you can get 1080p versus when you go to mm-hmm. the handheld, it's like 720 or something like that, right? That's exactly. They have to lower the resolution down so yeah. that way it's you know very power. That's weird. All that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so there's different must screens. Be more something in the in the dock. Probably. I'm not sure what exactly they're That's doing. Weird. I, I I just assumed the dock was just for connecting and charging. I didn't. So there must be some kind of hardware. Well, there is, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a little bit, like, in the, we open up the back of the dock, there's, you know, a bunch of plugins and other, and, like, a little compartment, so I'm sure there's something going on there that's probably telling the console to switch into some other mode or, I don't know, something, but, yeah, they, they did that to to make sure the battery life is longer, and, and it is, I mean, it's, it's not like it's going to last an entire uh, two or three or four days, but... I can usually get about a day out of use for it on a battery, you know, just a one charge. So, no, it's either way though. The quality of all the games are it's still really, really good, uh, just visually and just nothing else really changes. So I, I love it, and they should absolutely take advantage of the fact that it's a handheld because I think that's the main way people are probably using it. So, yes, please do that. I'm glad you're happy, Suda. That's all I've ever wanted in my life. Just for you to be happy. Makes me happy. I know it makes Lionel happy. Makes him very, very happy. Alright. Uh, oh, we actually burning through these rather quickly. Uh, okay, so next article here is Captain Falcon was originally intended as a mascot for the Super Nintendo. As soon as I thought about this, I thought of you, Lionel. I know how much you love Fal- Captain Falcon and all that good stuff. Did it die? Are you guys still there? Uh, um, I'm still here. Okay. 
guys are, I guess, Lionel's gone. Cables, you still there? Interesting. Hello? About, about Hello? This. <laughs> Can you hear uh, me? Yes. Uh, so, hey, Jumper Cables. Yeah? Did you know <laughs> that Captain Falcon was originally going to be the SNES mascot? No, but I guess I'm not surprised. He's got a pretty distinct look to him. Yeah, and so originally how in the interview, uh, and that they've actually been doing this, they've been releasing with all of them, until this, the SNES Classic comes out, they've been doing a lot of interviews with all the develop, the really, really insightful interviews with all the, the developers that made all the games that are coming on it for like, so like, uh, <clears throat> like um, F-Zero, and they did Star Fox, and they're doing ones for all the other games too. And in the interview, uh, they were saying that originally... Captain, when they were being pitched for who was gonna for who was gonna be the the mascot, they just wanted Captain something or other, and then mm-hmm. it eventually came up with Falcon. But yeah, no, it was these. I would highly recommend to read some of these interviews. They're really that might have I mean, been uh, interesting. You imagine every uh, SNES uh, commercial ending with Captain Falcon telling the audience to show him your moves. My <laughs> gosh. That's a, it's a nice tagline. It yeah, could have worked. It'd have been pretty cool. Yeah, I would have liked and that. And I mean, then you could have had like, you know, Sega wouldn't have had the ability to like make fun of Mario for being slow because Captain <sighs> Falcon is a fucking like jet car pilot. So the, the F Zero guy. Mm hmm. So what would have happened with Mario? So I mean, Mario was kind of their big mascot for just about everything. So that would well, he was I want to say me. Nintendo for sure, like the original mm-hmm. NES. But like he just kind of persisted. Like this would have changed significantly if they uh, kind of went with a different character for each uh, console. Yeah, that would have been different. Oh, very much a what if. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we discovered another what if not too long ago. Like, uh, what if the console we got during the 32-bit era was it 32-bit? Well, what if we got the Sega 64 versus the N64? Oh, yeah, that. <laughs> uh, well, what if Nintendo? What if the relationship between Nintendo and Sony actually would have stayed intact? We yeah. would have gotten. You yeah, know that. Have, yeah, we would have had a like a 64 comp like fucking cartridge for the Sega and a disc system for the Nintendo and yes. the Nintendo may have still had Final Fantasy yeah um, that's so weird yeah I have to wonder whether they would have kept that partnership anyways um, I feel like Sony would have looked at maybe we just would have had a beefier GameCube um I don't know, there's just a lot of weird design decisions that I feel like Sony would have questioned on Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Like, who knows what they would have said about the Wii. Um, oh, yeah. Maybe they would have had some misgivings, uh, but the Wii sure destroyed. Yeah. Though, Nintendo, I mean, if they had Sony behind them, maybe they wouldn't have stayed, you know, within that console, not that console, that uh, cartridge base that kind of led to them always being slightly off from where everyone else was. Yeah. Or like mini discs. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like uh, people go to like 
DVD discs, and now they're on mini discs. And uh-huh. yeah, now they went back. To- they're on DVDs, and they're back on cartridges with the Switch, yeah. aren't they? Yep. I was. I read something about that, and I was surprised. I was like, "Oh, they're using cartridges," mm-hmm. um, and it was that some game was going to cost more on the Switch mm. because uh, it needed to be made on more cartridges. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what it was? It's La Noir. La Noir is getting re-released. Mm-hmm. Yep. It is. Um, and that's like 40 everywhere, but on the Switch it's 50 because they have to ma- manufacture multiple cartridges. And, here, and here's kind of a fun fact. They also coated the cartridge with a, some with something that made the cartridge taste really bad because apparently people were putting them in, the cartridges in their mouth, so this is to prevent them to do that. I tried it. I think it tastes disgusting. The Switch? No, the cartridges, the Switch cartridges. Yeah, the Switch cartridges? <laughs> yep. To keep the babies from trying to eat them, I guess? Yes, that is, yes. They coated it with something that <laughs> tastes bad, and it does taste bad. What does it taste like, Joe? <laughs> it tastes like just, will be, that's not like a, you know when you lick a penny? No, no, it's not that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that sure would be I've bad. ever done that. Uh, no, it's not a metallic-y taste. It's, it just tastes gross. Does it taste I'm like paint? Point. Like paint and plastic? <laughs> kind of plastic, yeah. Plasticky a little bit. Yeah, I think I have an idea. Are you gross, sure man. that they actually did something to change the taste then, if it just tastes like plastic? I No, no I think they... They could have coated it with something. They did purposely do that. Yeah. I mean, it is made out of plastic, so... It tasting like plastic isn't that surprising. <laughs> no, plasticky. Something like it. Who knows? <laughs> but the fact that they did that. Yeah. That's how they did that. Uh, okay. Um, next one here is Kazurai Parody Twitter is retiring in 2018. So I never followed this this Twitter. Is it? Uh, I started reading some of the tweets. There are, uh, is some, some interesting reads there. Um, yeah. He's pretty funny. He's a funny guy. I've followed him for a while. Is he entertaining? Yeah, he's pretty entertaining. He just talks shit about um, basically everyone in the in the yeah. industry, um, mostly Sony. Um, I'm looking at these right now. They're funny. Yeah, his, his Twitter has been tweeting for quite some time um, as fake cause here I... Uh, yeah I'm sorry I'm just reading some of these there. for the hundredth time cause we're not going to make a Ridge Racer movie <laughs> yeah um, good. I I think it's, it's so he's a, I wrote this very sincere post and tweeted it out um, about how he just feels like I guess he's played out all of his jokes uh, and he's gonna he's gonna do one more E3 and then end it mm. um, I kind of I kind of wish he had stayed the Andy Kaufman course and just kind of you know stayed in character and ended it like it would have mm-hmm. been cool to see whatever it is that he thinks of um 
But yeah, I don't know. He's it's funny, but sad to see it go. He's been kind of a staple of of the gaming industry. Yeah, no, these are these are fantastic. Yeah, I will be ashamed for it to go away. We need more stuff like this. I love them. Mm-hmm. How to make yeah. fun of or just take an outside look. And it was universally liked too. Yes, I think I mean, actually for following it. So. Yeah, That's Sony's. Um, I think I guess they his Twitter. They, he was actually on stage at a CES. Like mm-hmm. not the guy, but they they referenced his Twitter. There's a picture of it on his Twitter page. Um, Poop. Uh, yeah. I mean, the game industry takes itself way too seriously, so it's nice to have He was there to loosen it up. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, going through this lot than I thought. Um, Next one by PC Gamer. Kevin Conroy pretty much just says they're not making another Batman Arkham game. Uh, at the Nashville Wizard... Oh, Wizard World Comic Con, uh, there's a clip in there that's just, he's on stage talking, and I guess apparently he knows that, yeah, they're not doing any more, considering they made so much money, which sucks. We just. Well, um, I guess. I mean, feel uh, these things, yeah. If they were to. How do I put this? Um, it doesn't need to be a, another Arkham game. Yeah. To, for there to be another Batman game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they closed out the trilogy, they did their arc. That's cool. Um, but give us like, also like it's kind of like Metal Gear, mm. where it's like, like we gotta make another Metal Gear, and it's gonna have a Metal Gear in it. Where <laughs> like if you keep making Arkham games, you gotta like put. I mean, they were stretching in the last game. Like we're gonna make. I don't know. Did you guys play it? Played the, the first story. one. Yeah, I played the first one. You didn't um, play the last one. I have some idea of what goes on in the other two. Uh, well, anyway, this is a huge kind of spoiler. Mm-hmm. I guess I won't mention it. But uh, they really kind of tried to squash uh, the, this character and then call him the Arkham Knight in order to make it fit within the Arkham series, even though it takes place in Gotham. Hmm. Even even the second game was kind of a stretch. It's like, oh, there's an Arkham City. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, because they were just kind of writing on that recognition. But yeah, there's. I would be very surprised if there isn't another Batman game that uses this engine. Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny too because after. The first game came out. A lot of games were starting to try and uh, copy that same type of movement. I guess fighting. Uh, I guess fighting mechanic. I guess you'd want to call it. Uh, so it did. The series did a lot of good. So I'm. Um, I guess you're right. Yeah, it's it's good to close it out. I guess the story's complete. Yeah, I mean the legacy is kind of going to be that rhythm action. Arkham style gameplay. Yeah. Like everyone's always like Arkham style combat. Uh, the new Spider Man has it. Sort of, I think. Um, yeah. And I, you know, the more I play with Spider Man 3, the more I realize that 
that Spider-Man game is it's really just Spider-Man three but polished. <laughs> <laughs> like like the, there's quick time like cutscenes where big things happen but they're just not as well done like you know the swinging around a lot of it's just funny that the game looks so good but it's like like other games have pretty much done everything that's kind of why I'm worried about that game but it does look so good I'm not worried but like it looks like a polished version of Spider-Man 3 it's like a very, it's very cinematic. It's doing everything. A lot of quick time events it was showing off. At least that's the impression that I got, which I'm fine yeah. with. It's fun. Uh, okay, so next story here. Millet Chap resigns from competition committee because it's all male sausage fests. Too um, much in the dinger. But- the short version is, is he was trying to create a spot for um, a woman to get on the committee. Yeah. And so far, no one's bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they did talk with someone who was uh, kind of like uh, recommended, and I guess she was just saying that uh, she was not able to kind of commit to it. Though mm-hmm. her and... Um, uh, this was it. I uh, can't remember. Had gotta find their names. Um, I think the girl's name was Emily's son, and this guy's name is uh, Adam Lindgren. Apparently, they're working on trying to find somebody to fill the spot, and this is all part of an effort to just make uh, the specifically the melee section of the uh, Smash competitive community more open, more inviting to female players. Since the uh, this panel, amongst other things, are trying to create a unified code of conduct across all uh, sanctioned uh, tournaments, competitions, what have you. Yeah. That's, that's so nice. I appreciate what they're trying to do. I, there's a part of me that feels bad that this guy basically had to resign to create this space. Uh I see that, and I kind of think he was—he had to have been done with wanting to do that anyway. Yeah. So it's like obviously, if he wanted to do it, he would still do it. Um, I don't know. I feel like they could easily say, "Hey, let's add another person." Like, like just like why couldn't you just add more people onto this committee? Mm-hmm. Um, if you wanted to have women on there, so he's probably just like. Probably wanted to get out and probably just thought it was an opportunity to uh, speak up about gender inequality there. Mm-hmm. Seems to be a lot of that going around these days. Yeah. <laughs> I, I misread this when I put it back in. Well, when you look at it, it looks like something. looks like it's going to be a completely different story. I didn't see the word committee. <laughs> no, no. Like, like he quit. I thought... All yeah, I thought he qu- I thought he quit like competing and like stepped down. So oh, because it was all man. <laughs> it's actually much more mundane. The rules committee. It's 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 much more hopeful than the defeating that you know him just quitting altogether might be. Yep. 
making a stand, quitting the industry. We need more women. It's like, how's you quitting gonna? How's you quitting it all together gonna do that? Unless you were that repellent. Oh, oh, oh. Um. Okay. Well, that's all for those stories. Now we're on to pretty much. We're on to some real deal controversy. <laughs> this is like this most stupidest. This this guy's really starting to bother me. Like just the new. I mean, and maybe even okay. Well, maybe we I, were we were just, never fans of this guy to begin with. <laughs> okay, so what? basically, were you fans of him? Did you like or, him? Did, did you like him, Mike? Well, I never was. I thought he was annoying when everyone liked him, and then I actually thought the last thing was funny. <laughs> the, 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 the response the, thing. I haven't looked at that yet. I know, I'm supposed to be I'm, not that the the, oh. the the Jewish thing, um, the Jewish joke. I don't know, I'm supposed to be serious now, so I'll put on my serious <laughs> voice. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he was like, he, he paid some people, I think we talked about it, he paid some people on some... Oh, yeah, that. Hold up that uh, sign. Yeah. Yeah, Fiverr to hold up the sign that said Death to Jews. And his reaction video is pretty funny because he didn't, he clearly didn't think they were going to do it. He's just like, oh. And they did it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I remember us talking about that. Yeah, this yeah. it's been an ongoing. So, thing. so that was pretty funny, and I kind of like, I thought that was funny, and I kind of felt bad for him. Like, I, it didn't make me a regular viewer of his, um, of his streams or whatever his, his show, but um, yeah. like I after that, I kind of followed him on Twitter and Instagram and stuff, and uh, he's he's kind of funny in doses like that, so. And I read an interview with him a while ago where he seemed like pretty level-headed and was just talking about how he got to where he is now. Um, so yeah, I I definitely don't hate PewDiePie, but anyway, continue with the story. So just the story was is that he um, just said the N word on a stream, and I watched the. Did you guys watch the video? It's like a minute. I I, I didn't even see the whole. I basically saw the. Uh, offending incident occur okay i was watching as part of another video and it's how he said it that makes me think um it's it's bad it's pretty bad um okay so i don't really think it was that bad i mean of course no again how he said it it's bad it's not like it flew out in a moment of rage it, it's it's the kind of use of the word you expect to hear between people who think they're in kind of like a safe area. Yeah, like, that's... How should I put this? They're the types who say, you know, there's black people and then there's those. And that's how they use it. Or, or the other way is they're the types who just want to go for the surest hit. So you say something extreme. These are the same type of people who, you know, call people autistic, refer to anything they don't like as cancer, and um, I forget what the third one was. Anything that isn't masculine is a cuck. That. Okay, so 
well, this definitely was bad. But what I mean, <laughs> what I mean is that <laughs> he wasn't going off like you know, like just saying it over and over again, like you know, like fuck you, like and all that kind of. He well, wasn't. No, it wasn't. It wasn't an angry rant, but the word came oh. out of him too naturally, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, I mean, well, that's. I mean, that's not good at all. But it, I mean, it was all. It was all bad. It was just. It, <sighs> I mean, I'm I don't. I, again, I'm not a fan, so I don't care how it how it how it takes how people react either way it it just it, it's 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 just so bad well okay it's <laughs> the, the thing that just kind of annoys me too maybe it's because he I mean, he is a really big personality but it's just it, it this thing was covered by the bbc news it was covered by already variety it was it was covered by all these huge news outlets it was yeah. i mean it was all over the place i mean it's just like good i mean God, it's just that's the part that's bugging me is that well, just, yeah because he's anything he, he does it's just well like national he, fucking news it's, it? it's kind of like how uh you didn't necessarily need to be a fan of wrestling to know hulk hogan was a wrestler yeah. you don't need to be on youtube regularly to maybe be familiar with the name pewdiepie um i forgot what my point and all that was well, yeah, he, he's he's mainstream, I guess, is what I'm getting at here. So, yeah, yeah. jumping. To be fair, to be to be fair, we're not comparing him directly to Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even. <laughs> uh. Well, yeah, it was different. Uh, Hulk was a uh, Hulkster was far worse. Though he's, he's, he, he, he's at least okay with black people as long as they're seven foot tall and play basketball and make a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. um, there's actually a documentary made on him on Netflix about the whole sex tape thing. And, anyway, yeah, apparently that's not even the worst thing on that tape. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, this is only the first part of the Cutie Pie saga, if you want to call it that. I mean... Uh, who was it? There was uh, the uh, Watch. Campo Santo is yeah, one of the, the devs. But going back to like before we yep. get past like the actual incident itself, um, so a lot of people judging out there. I just want to like put it out there that <laughs> a lot of people like people say like crazy shit when they're mad at video games <laughs> like for, for sure me and my friends all say crazy shit that you would never say in public like like because that's where you go like you go for the craziest shit when you're mad like that mm-hmm. even if you're an otherwise normal person like like i say crazy shit when i play games but like otherwise i'm a pretty calm dude because nothing makes me really mad and other than is your outlet, uh, uh, yeah, and like, well, there's also like nothing else that like makes me mad, like gaming, like, and and something that you like constantly like will put yourself through because mm-hmm. it can be fun, but then things can quickly become unfun, and then you're just mad, and you're just very mad. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, like, I think it's also lost that he's from Sweden and things are different out there like there's not really that history and like if you're in a place like that you're 
interaction with this word is probably just through like media Mm -hmm. um, and memes and stuff like that. Um, I guess my bottom line is like I (laughs) it's like a series of unfortunate events that look really bad for him but I, I like don't believe that PewDiePie is like racist at all um I, I don't think I honestly don't think he has a racist bone in his body. I just think he's like he says in his apology video, like he's just an idiot. Um that he has no filter. Um but yeah, I, I don't think he's actually racist. Um it, and we live in a strange time as well, where people are going to jump on this and be like, he's, you know, yeah. he's fucking like galvanizing the alt right and the fucking KKK. And- yeah, it's it's a multifaceted thing too, especially since there's so much money associated with them. See, the way something like this should work, and it should be an indicator of how the people feel, is he says this, people make the decision whether or not to kind of like subsidize him, be it like. I don't know, Patreon, watching his YouTubes, what have you. Money takes a dip, and then people pull out, right? But now, you know, because the world is so sensitive and, you know, on edge, now people pull out the moment anything like this happens, regardless. So you got that on one end, and then you have, you know, the other end, the, like, really hostile sort of political structure you have at work with like two different sides drawing these lines in the sands at these utmost extremes looking to claim or you know disavow any and every uh media figure within eyeshot so Yeah. yeah there's there's like a media war going on over him right now and it's, it's and, it, and it's just he 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 said something. He he was dumb, and maybe yeah. he's got some like bad habit he does behind the scenes. I don't know. Well, he's dumb and, and he's famous, and he's famous <laughs> and he's in public. And yeah. when you're famous and in public, you're not allowed to be human and make mistakes. Yeah, um, that too. I mean, it's it's like it's just so like if you have intuition and you look at anything else, this like. He, like, this is the type of person that he actually said he was going to stop making Nazi jokes after Charlottesville, which I'm kind of like, why would that stop you? But whatever, just because he didn't want to feed into it. And I think he also stopped referring to his fan base as bros because, you know, he recognized that he had a lot of female fans. But (laughs) it's just so easy for people to, you know, not only is... We sort of talked about this already, but his there's a lot of people who aren't gamers whose only interaction with him is when shit like this happens. Mm-hmm. But they want to jump in and say just as much as people who've been there from the beginning. Everybody wants to take their shot. That's part of the issue, and the internet makes it really easy to do that. Mm-hmm. So what happens when you're famous. I mean, just everything he does is being watched. And critiques and it. And so, if he was just some random Twitch streamer or Let's Play person, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. But I mean, like this guy is known internationally across the world. So, yeah. every little thing he does is yeah. criticized and, and it's, filmed and recorded. It's weird that like his whole job is literally putting himself out there. Like yes. mm-hmm. that's crazy. Like even like you know a show like The Osbournes, like 
it wasn't live. I'm sure they mm-hmm. edited out a ton of stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like anything like like Big Brother or any of that shit. Um, like if somebody followed like any person around with a camera for like a year, they would find questionable weird. They'd shit. find something. They'd find something to dive on them for. Yeah. You no know, one's it's, perfect. It's like. When you have that much information, it's easy for somebody on fucking Tumblr to be like, we need to talk about why blank is problematic. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it, it... Existence is problematic. It is. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, he still is rich as fuck. And <laughs> yep. people are going to watch what he does. So. Yeah, um, I mean, not to feed into the Tumblr thing, it's always going to bother me how that came out of him. Like, that that smells of someone who uses the uses the bad word regularly behind closed doors. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't live with the guy. I don't know him. I've just, you know, I've interacted with people who think like that. It's a, it's a red flag for me, but... That shouldn't dissuade anyone from any opinion they had prior to this. You know, make your own call. Yeah. Uh, the other, my call is, is I I didn't fuck with him before. <laughs> I definitely don't want to fuck with him now. <laughs> uh, all I have to say about that is, it's funny to see like people lose their shit over this shit because, and I think you guys probably know. At least Jumper Cable seems to be talking about that now. Like. I'd say about like 75 because I have the ability to um, not be a, like there are situations where I'm not around black people because I'm not black and I won't be the one black person there mm-hmm. uh, I will say that it gets thrown around a lot more than probably a lot of black people realize um, and not even like in a racist way like in joking manners and sometimes even in like even around black people and like I've seen Asians it's it's the hard the word yeah for Cause, sure because the the a is no one nowhere near as many people are tripping on that yeah but even the hard art it gets thrown around on a lot of jokes I'd probably say like 75 percent of people on this planet have used that that word in uh, yeah. some some way or other and the people that you would you wouldn't think would. Hmm. Yeah, so it just slipped out. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's also like a like a four chan type of mentality. Not even necessarily with the n word in particular, but just kind of like needing to express the worst possible thing. Mm-hmm. Which is where I think it also occurs. Which is why I said it's either he yeah. uses it behind closed doors as a you're either this or that or yeah. he just wants to say the worst thing possible like I'm actually kind of curious now like if over the course of any other streams has he like referred to what somebody did as cancer or described someone as uh, autistic or you know I don't know I again I think it's just like you know Reaching in anger, reaching for the worst thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I mean, you know, there's, it's it's not just that. Like people use retard all the time. Uh, I still don't really have a problem with that. 
you know, all the time in video games. Um, uh, I def- <laughs> I would be very surprised if neither of you had pre- friends who didn't throw around the word faggot while playing mm-hmm. video games. Um, and, you know, and it's also like, especially with that particular word, it, um, I think, or maybe more so gay, but um, mm-hmm. that shit just kind of comes out for us because that was kind of our childhood like that was just the way people spoke spoke back then no i had to i had to make an actual effort to break that one yeah it is so it's it might be like a similar thing like he's just you know probably grew up on 4chan and shit and it's like but i i don't know it's also when shit like this happens like his apology video is is, is there like if you watch it it's like he seems like pretty genuine and sincere um but like an apology video will never it's not as salacious as the incident itself so <laughs> everyone will latch on to the other video you oh, know yeah. what i mean no one's well, gonna forget everyone it. wants to take their shot and when you're admonishing someone else for the bad thing they did you don't have to think about whatever the hell your own problem happens to be yeah um, and it's a conversation you get to be a part of. It's you know just internet culture for better and worse. Yeah, uh, but I guess we should get to the other repercussions of this. <laughs> yes. Oh man. So Campo Santo, they are. What was it? Where, they, where are they doing? I just completely blanked. Uh, are they making it so they want to take down all of their videos? The oh, is it? Yeah, we're filing a DM. DMCA takedown of PewDiePie's Firewatch content and any future content of our games. So, yeah, they don't even want to be involved with him in any way or have him involved in any way with their games because of this. So it's... He messed up pretty bad. It's it's interesting to, to see... It's got a lot of YouTube uh, content creators worried. Yeah. Yeah. Um... What, why why that's so interesting to me is because it's kind of like a we just saw another thing that was almost the opposite of this where um the like L'Oreal um got rid of their uh they just hired a their first trans spokesmodel mm. um and she went on Twitter and was talking about um essentially and I think maybe even literally said that all white people were racist. Um, and it was in the middle of a larger point that she was trying to make about, like, you know, white supremacy or, or what have you. Um, but she did use the phrase, yes, all white people, which was talking about white people being racist. Can I just um, say I hate that yes, all blank phrase? Yeah, uh, it, it bugged me, too. And then so L'Oreal was like, well, obviously, this is, this is pretty racist, so we're going to, like... We're we're done. Like our contract is severed. Mm-hmm. Um. So, and that was an interesting stance to take. But that's another uh, topic. Um. My point is that is like you usually see, like you know, say like Tyra Woods like drinks and like cheats on his wife or some shit, and like he's <laughs> like, like ah, I don't know if we want to be a part of this. Um. It's interesting to see an indie dev kind of in that same position, but they're able to 
do something like make it more personal like oh, yeah. like more of a personal grandstand rather than like we can't be seen doing business with a person of your caliber mm-hmm. um, like the way he came out and was really he made it about him being on his kind of him and his company being on this like high horse like they're they're just better than than PewDiePie and PewDiePie is scum so wrong um, yikes that's kind yeah. of the way like he didn't say that but the, the way his shit was worded was very much like I'm tired of this guy I don't want to be a part of this like I'm we're pulling you know mm. it was just it felt very it was more personal and less corporate and I'm not used to seeing things like this go down that way yeah. I guess is what I'm trying to say Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't think they were wrong for doing this at all. I mean, it's their content. They have the right to do with it whatever they want. And if they don't want to be associated with someone who, even if it was a mistake, uh, uh, that's totally up to them. I, I don't know why people are losing their minds over this. I, I mean, mean it's, I it's, honestly, I I don't really agree. I think it's kind of a it's kind of a punk move. You think like, they're being could, catty? I can, and part of that is, well, I think they're just, see, I I don't know. I think it's, it, again, it's part of that whole movement where, like, anything, like, we can't forgive anybody like this, that sort of mentality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's part of it. And then the other part is the situation where we've seen this go down before, but from, like, a more corporate, like, money-grabbing pers- perspective, where, like, if you put a Nintendo gameplay video up, Nintendo's going to claim it or, mm. or issue a takedown or whatever. Konami does that a lot, I think. We've covered a lot Jim, of Jim, Jim Sterling deals with this a lot, and he has a lot of great videos on that, so you should watch that for more information. Um, it's It just seems like a, another instance of... Like... And, you know, when you read a lot of... Sometimes you would find print and games where... People are saying that you're technically not even purchasing the game. You're like, you're buying, you're buying a license. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So it, it's weird. It's almost like the same conversation that we had about like remixing, um, mm-hmm. like music back in the day, and like, like downloading shit off Napster and then for it to like. You know, like DJs and shit. Um, it's weird to see these two worlds collide, and I, I don't like it when these companies do that. Um, when they when they take down somebody else's, like obviously it's it's their product, but they sold it to somebody else. I, I don't know. It'd be like if I took a picture of you, Joe, and I put it in a frame, and then. You put it on your wall and then you like drew a bunch of shit on it and I was like, Joe, I didn't say you could do that and then I took it back. Mm-hmm. Like even if like if it was my picture and it had my like my signature on it and then you like wrote swastikas all over it or something. Like, should I be able to go like, hey, wait a minute, that's mine. Like I'm like I'm gonna go take this down. Well, if okay, so if you <laughs> If you said that it's mine and I own it, then I would be angry. 
But if you told me and you gave it to me that, Joe, you're only borrowing this and this is not technically yours, it wouldn't bother me. What if I didn't specify it or if I wrote it in fine print on the back of the picture and like hid that in the frame? Okay, see, then then if you took it in that case, I would be pissed off and feel like it was a dick move, like you said before. But I would still, you know, hey, it's there. It's yours. So fucking again. But it is yours. I can I can understand them being upset. It's like you put your heart into something, and then somebody like uses it either to like malicious ends, or it's like you'd like to be able to block everyone in whatever <laughs> shooter that goes on there just to troll people, regardless of what the issue is, because it's like they're using this game for a malicious end. They're not in there having fun. They're, <laughs> but you know, that's that's one of those. Uh, questions with uh, where all the answers are complicated and nobody wants a complicated answer yeah it, it's not even like my analogy is even a little off there because you'd be writing swast what if you it would you know writing swastikas somewhere else not even on my picture oh around it you or something like, yeah writing around it or like you uh-huh. invite people to see the picture and you use it as a jump off point for your racist rhetoric <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> the picture is a lot like the clan. Not even that. It's like if you had it in a, in a, you put it in a gallery and like in another room, you had a picture of like Hitler or something. Mm. So, I see your point now. That's yeah. That's just stretching it. I mean, that's just kind of annoying. <laughs> People do that if they remove it because the room next door that's Hitler. I mean, come on now. But yeah. I see what you mean though. Uh, damn it, you're making me think. It's a good point. Uh, well, uh, unfortunately, no one really wants to think about anything other than uh, whether or not they have moral superiority. Yeah. Oh God, stuff like this. You know what? You know, I never in, in like. But at I the nev- same time, you also just want people to not be dicks. Yeah, it, it's funny because like a long time ago, when the Nintendo came out, and even when the Atari came out, you you just you have a controller and you're shooting things. None yeah. of this type of ridiculous stuff <laughs> I would have ever imagined would have come in the world of video games. Just, well, I mean, like like imagine going back to your stuff and saying, in the future, people won't just play the games; they'll actually talk about the games as they play them, and people will like they'll, they'll watch it. You can do it. It's like, I, I wouldn't believe you. I wouldn't believe that, like... Hell, back when it was just VHS tapes, I would not believe that there would be commentary. Like, people would pay for commentary. People talking over your movie. Well, well, no, I, I just mean, like, all this... Like, all these politics and all this craziness yeah. about... Like, esports and how there's drug testing. and just All this just fucking... Well, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. That's, like, that's kind of like where it starts and then like you get industries around these separate things and it's it's just become so complicated but that's that's the nature of the beast yeah i i mean <laughs> i like that the industry has evolved into something more than just you know just entertainment but man, yeah crazy. there's there's good and bad in all things yeah um and the whole thing with the takedown being completely legal uh, that's not a new thing. We've had this conversation before. Oh, uh, yeah. They can take down your video for any reason. Oh, yeah. 
at all. I think he smells funny in that video. I want it gone. Yeah, pretty I don't much. Like the color just... of his shirt. Yeah. <laughs> in the video, there's a poster behind him that looks like Mario. Maybe we should take this down. And and his uh his DVD case has a movie I don't like in it. <laughs> but, um, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The whole thing is just like everyone. Is, Everyone's got something they need to say, and it's the most important thing in the world. And they even I'm, myself yeah. included. I'm because just glad, I'm talking about it right now. I'm just glad he doesn't live in America because I feel like Antifa would find him and like kill him <laughs> or something. It right now wouldn't be the best time for him to be here. I, I really don't. Right, now's not the best time for us to be here. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not the best time for anybody to be here. That's a, that's a very valid point. I guess it depends where you are, though. Yeah, it's probably worse for you if you're in Florida right now. Yeah. <sighs> what is happening? Is everything like is apocalyptic just... weather? Lord of mercy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good lord. There's fires too. There's lots of fires going on. It's just it's yeah. Oh my god, what's happening? Uh. They even spoke to the like a lawyer about the whole. Just, <laughs> I'm asking more questions about if it's legal or not for them to do this. Yeah, uh, it just it just gets absurd. I just want to mm. add to my analogy is that yeah. the picture of Hitler was accidentally left up. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Though though, if I can like add the parallel universe where my analogy works in, there's another picture of Hitler in his desk. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. That's that's my guess. <laughs> oh man, this is nuts. Um, well, that was definitely the biggest story of the week. That is for sure. Mm. Well, PewDiePie, uh, if anything, Tough break, I still nigga. like you. <laughs> I'd, I'd I'd hang out with PewDiePie. Yeah, I don't know if I would. <laughs> Why? I'd feel uneasy around him. That's understandable. Because <laughs> you kind of, you just don't know. I'd make sure I was sitting next to you and not him when we were hanging out. God. Uh, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Uh, Alright. Uh, well, we got four minutes before you have to go, don't you, Lionel? Uh, yeah. Um, Okay, well, let's just close it out then. I mean, final thoughts on this, (laughs) on this week? Uh, Lionel, you got anything? Um, final thoughts. Uh, there's some alright stuff in here. I like, uh, Suda51 being all in on working with Nintendo. That's pretty tight. Um, you know, I like that more information has been added to my like what if universe of the 16-bit console war with uh, Captain Falcon and the show me your moves campaign um, I don't know that's going to be kind of neat there's something to think about while I work and do things I don't actually enjoy um, Nintendo Nintendo's always got a presence on this show and um yeah. Reggie seems to like talking shit. 
he does I'm that. telling you, he's a fucking pro wrestler. Yeah. I can see he needs to He needs to fight uh, Kazurai. Oh. Well, I'd watch that. We need to we need to put together a whole fucking whole fucking promotion for these like game dev wrestlers. I'm still my E3 prediction for every year is the same, and that is <laughs> doesn't come true yet. But it's that Richie will finally eat Miyamoto on stage, yeah. consume his power. Yeah. <laughs> East and like west. The, the color of his suit will change, and he'll be able to throw turtle shells at people. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mike, how about you? Any final thoughts? Um, what did we even talk about? <laughs> did we talk about the Metal Gear movie again? <laughs> uh, we managed to avoid that one this time, but we did talk ah. Nintendo and E and VR. And we talked about the Tomb Raider movie. Um, mm. Just give me a trailer already so I can stop worrying or start. <laughs> um, I definitely spaced out about the on the CSGO um, yeah, story. <laughs> it's kind of short. They, the guys who did, did the dirt were let off the hook this time. Mm. Uh, no. Um, yeah. Um, wait, so did they ever make another NES classic? Like, do they manufacture more of those? They're going to. Just announced yeah. they're coming more. Now, SNES or NES? Both. Both? Okay. Yes. Yep. Well, wow, that's too bad for all those people that paid all that money for Yeah, the paid out the nose. Right. Yeah. I, like, I don't understand that. Why wouldn't you just try and find one at a garage sale? Yeah. <laughs> because it probably came prepackaged with some stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's got like uh, a collection of games in there. Um, but yeah, um, but if anyone listened to me, they would hate me for it. But I give PewDiePie a pass, mm-hmm. just because we've all said crazy shit while playing games. Uh, it happens. It's, it does happen. Cool. Um, other than that, it was nice to talk to you guys today. Uh, this was this was a fun episode. Yeah, you know, I just started thinking if there was a camera in a room when we were all playing games together, I'm sure well we wouldn't be on the BBC News, but <laughs> um, I'd probably be committed after I started slamming my head into things, biting monitors, or punching myself in the head. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you want to see I, crazy I, shit? I don't take really... you two out of the room and just film like. Each of us individually. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't yell anything offensive. It, it's more I, I do things that would probably get me put into a psych ward. Yeah, but I, I just my point is is that you know it just so happens that people were watching PewDiePie as he was. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, put you the know. camera on anyone long enough, you're gonna find oh. something you can call wrong on. Ex- yeah, so completely. it's it's not especially amazing. Um. Again, th- there's a red flag for me personally, but that's you know that's personal. I'm not gonna sit there and demand people react a certain way based on my feelings. Right. Oh man. Uh, I mean, I know I completely I I go insane sometimes. If I'm just by myself playing Tekken, 
I'm screaming the most offensive <laughs> shit. I've, I've I'm heard punching things. <laughs> I'm punching things. I'm <laughs> screaming into pillows. I had the neighbor come upstairs to talk to me one time. <laughs> We're friends now. But he was like, dude, just calm down. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I shut the door. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's not good. <laughs> I'm glad no one films me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if nothing else, we can all uh, express relief at the fact that we don't have a 24-hour live stream going on us. <laughs> Partially because I'd be having to like find weird blind spots in the cameras to um, look at porn. Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, if nothing else, you're going to get everybody there, unless you're some kind of weirdo that doesn't whack it from time to time. In which case, there's your fault. Hashtag no fap. <laughs> yeah. Shout uh, out to all the self-imposed eunuchs out there, I guess. Oh man! I saw this video of this one girl who was like, this girl oh, was doing it. She was talking about all the benefits she got, like better skin, more confidence, more productive. <laughs> wait, oh my! Wait, wait, uh, from from rubbing it out? From not rubbing it out? How does not rubbing it out give you better skin? I mean, I, maybe if, maybe better skin down there from the lack of friction, but uh. I think it was more that she was taking care of herself. You can that, you can do that and rub it out. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she just kind of like lacks some cognitive faculties or something. I, I think. Well, she's kind of weird. I think rubbing it out, um, you know, gave her like in the minute pleasure, but like maybe caused some sort of ennui. <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I guess. I, mean, I guess maybe some people feel guilty afterward. You just I don't know. A lot of crying after. I think it was. Well, you do have more energy when you like. And sometimes, like but if you're distracted, I think the, the energy is a bit belligerent. Yeah, if you can channel it, then you can kind of ignore it. But after, if you're sitting down for too long by yourself, you're like, sometimes it just hits you. Yeah, and I don't know. If, I don't think women. I mean, there's 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 a problem on our end that if you don't tend to it, you end up messing up some of your pants. Yeah. Uh, it's I'm, definitely like. Um. Like with some girls, it's like once a month or you know once a week. I know it's just lower for them, but for you know, I have friends where it's been like seven times a day. <laughs> I'm talking about dudes that beat off four times a day. Killer seven, burning, <laughs> burning. Get that friction burn going. Oh, man. Your drawers catch fire. <laughs> gotta go to the doctor after get her some stitches that's what happens there you look oh. down at your junk and then you like slam your hands together like Miyagi in the karate kid <laughs> oh boy um, well for me Lionel I'm kind of with you 
uh, with stuff that you were saying about like the the possibilities, the what ifs. You know how we're getting Ready Player One, that movie coming out, and it's just like just filled with tons and tons and tons of yeah. references. Looks like I, it has everything, literally yeah. everything. Yeah, it's um, I would love to get a book, a movie, or something where it's like an alternate reality of the game of the early game industry where all these what ifs came true, yeah. you know, just, you know, Sony Nintendo still working together. And like, you know, the, I mean, it's you, all, got, you got pretty deep with uh, this cat and Falcon thing and the whole yeah, 64 bit. Like now we've got the, the two big players in the 16 bit console war uh, off on crazy ass projectories into the 32. Yeah, so there's some crazy stuff, and I'm sure there's lots of other <laughs> things we didn't know about. So, you just you know. portmanteaued two words together. I did? Yeah, projectories. Oh. Huh. <laughs> Trajectory. Pro- okay, yeah. We're going to have to make that uh, an NAGP exclusive word. Pro- I like it. <laughs> Projected trajectory. Tra- I can't even say it now. It's gone now. You lost it's it. Gone. We, it's, it's, when, <laughs> it's when we predict the trajectory. Yeah. Trajectories. There we go. Put that in the dictionary. This week's projectories. The trajectory report with NATP <laughs> resurrection. I'm, t- I'm telling you, put it in there and it becomes real. I think, I think we have a new segment. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. Well. Said, Joe. Let's uh always they always say I wish. All right, let's just say stuff so at the very end words find us and we're out. Uh, find more info for Poodcast on Twitter. I'll get back on there and make it active someday. And NGP returns. And Lionel, your show. Uh Old Taku Connection, add Old Taku Connect. I think what's going up is more Air Master? Yes. Yeah. Air Master. Air Master. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't I, get to see her at all. I was about to say, I uh, sadly, in the next crop of episodes, there's no uh, Sakiyama, which kind of blows, but uh, she'll be back. Sweet. Uh, Mike, how about you? Sakiyama X Maki for life. Fight me, Pangelina. Um, <laughs> who do you think would win? Hmm? I said, who do you think would win? In what? Maki? In a fight between me and you. Oh. Oh. Um, uh, I, I, don't, I don't mean to be, like, arrogant, but I am kind of bigger than you. Yeah. But you're slower, and I have more reach. Uh, all I have to do is grab you. <laughs> you think so? Oh. The, 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 the thing I don't have going for me, though, is that this is a fight I don't want to win. <laughs> I I would love to see you guys end with a cross-counter. That's what I want to see have happen. That's the I, only ending to the fight I'd feel good about. Because yeah. <laughs> then I could be like, yeah, yeah, we're both fucking badass. That's tight. Both down for the and then I'll be unconscious. Anyway, my Twitter is at hyper nineties. Um, nothing really else interesting to say. To so follow us at Halo's Radio on everywhere. Sweet. We promise that we will offend you again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a. Uh, if you if you saw last week's thumbnail. 
Uh, <laughs> we are masters of controversy. I am oh. not sorry if it offended you. So yeah, pushed out. Ju- just know that it made me as uneasy as it did you. <laughs> well, not not uneasy as it did me. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. definitely weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I, I went on that site it. after, and I had to keep looking at things. And oh, it's it's a uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I was I'd go into it, but I'm cutting I it close. It. I gotta go. It, something popped up. Okay. Clear. All right. Bye.